0: Hello, my name is Deva Miles and welcome back to Dancing in the Kitchen, a podcast where I talk about everything, my past experiences, challenges I've faced, my lifestyle, wellness routine, and just topics I find interesting. In today's episode, I wanted to discuss New Year's resolutions, why they're controversial, why I like them, some of my past resolutions, as well as some of my new resolutions, Before the episode starts, I wanted to apologize for the audio quality of this next clip. I was testing out something new and it clearly didn't work. Let's get into it. Mm. So in today's episode, I think I wanna talk about New Year's resolutions. The reason I'm choosing to talk about this is because I know it's controversial. And the people that I've talked to about setting New Year's resolutions, almost it seems like it's not a thing anymore. Like that was something in the past, you know, it's a little bit artificial. I don't know if that's the right word. But I still do it and I absolutely love it. I can't get enough of writing New Year's resolutions. I love the idea of writing down a set of goals or a goal that you have, and then seeing how you're able to accomplish that goal and then seeing the result at the end, seeing just how far you've gone or how far you've come in that one year or however long you've managed to follow this goal or start a new habit. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I actually did accomplish things in this past year. And it's really satisfying. That feeling is so satisfying. So that's why New Year's resolutions are so fun to me. And I absolutely love setting them. I will say that you can't just set like a blunt, like a vague New Year's resolution in terms of, I want to be healthier. Because what does that even mean to you? What does healthy mean to you? You need to set New Year's resolutions that are almost stepping stones to the end goal of your life. Let's say you want to be healthier in life, not just next year. What would be a specific goal that you would set to help you achieve what your idea of health is? Maybe incorporate more vegetables into your food or maybe exercise a little bit more or maybe just take care of your mental health. Like All those things are stepping stones to get you to be a healthy version of yourself. So I would say in setting a New Year's resolution, you have to take that approach. At least that's the approach I found helped for me, just setting like more specific goals and then seeing, and they're not even goals, they turn into habits. Like if you just wanted to have a habit of prioritizing yourself and your mental health, then that will help you achieve health later on by, I don't know, not staying up too late every night, you know, getting some good sleep or making meals for yourself. Cause that's, um, a good way to show your body that you care and you want to feel yourself, etc. I don't know if that was a good example. What I'm trying to get at is that the more specific, the better, even like uh, one of my new year's resolutions for, I'm going to get into all of my new and past new year's resolutions in a little bit, but I just wanted to say that one that I have for this coming year is is so silly to wear my retainer at night when I sleep my retainer as in like the clear one that they give you after you get braces off. And then they put the wire in the bottom of your mouth, but they give you the one to hold your top teeth from moving. And all you have to do super simple after going through the pain of braces for however long is wear a retainer at night. You don't even notice it because you're sleeping. And I don't know why for the life of me, I cannot get myself to put on that retainer at night. Like it is literally one of the hardest things I do in my day, in my month, which sounds crazy, but I just can't do it. That's what I mean by heart. I can't do it. I'm not telling myself this anymore. That is not the right way to think about this, but I wrote that down as a new year's resolution. Where am I retainer? And now I'm going to be able to see if I'm going to live up to that and I'm going to track whether or not I do it. Like you'll just, I just remember, you know, I wear it one night and I'm like, Oh, maybe I can get two nights in a row. It's kind of like having a streak on Snapchat. It's satisfying. The more days you can go in a row doing something, it's so satisfying. And you don't, the more days that you go doing something, the more you don't want to break it, which is what I've noticed. Like a few years ago, I started getting into yoga and like stretching and um, mindfulness in the morning. And I kind of set a new year's resolution or an intention sometime in the year to see how many days I can go in a row doing yoga in the morning. And one came two, two came three. And then sure enough, it was like 35 days in. And I could not stop then because who knows how far I could go. But if I stop, I restart the clock, I restart the counting. So just the idea of having that like internal clock, I eventually started writing it down. And that's also super satisfying to like check mark a box every day, you feel really accomplished. Anyway, the idea of having something to keep you accountable as in a list or even a person, it's a really good thing to do, especially if you're new to trying to implement habits into your life and you want to be able to succeed. You have to tell someone or you have to make a chart. You have to see your success. I'm not sure if everyone's the same, but that works so well for me. Another note on seeing your success or just being reminded even of your New Year's resolutions because everyone always forgets. They set silly New Year's resolutions like the day, the, the second it turns 12 o'clock, you know, they set them in their mind. But did you write them down? Do they exist? We need proof. We need evidence, especially in a year's time. You want to like look back at that paper and see that you've that you wrote that down and you actually did it, you know, not that it was just in your head because who knows when you actually started to think about that. I think you should definitely always write it down, but I know what you're about to say. I wrote it down, but then I lost the paper and it's been a whole year. How am I supposed to look after this paper for one year? That is when a dream board comes in handy. Let me say how I found this idea first. I was on YouTube a couple of years ago and one of the YouTubers I watch was creating a dream board for the next year. I think it was for 2021 or maybe 2020. And she was taking photos from magazines that she liked and inspirational pictures that she's found on the web or Pinterest. And she was kind of making sort of a collage with it with words and she was writing on it. She was drawing, like it's very open of the idea of a dream board, like whatever you wanna do basically. Just with her, all of her resolutions, and intentions and things that inspire her and things that help keep her motivated. It was just all in front of her in a really nice setting. And she took the time at least an hour to like cut everything and plan everything and then paste it all into a nice collage. So that's very personal. That is your collage. And it has all of your intentions and it's constantly reminding you of your resolutions and you striving to be the best version of yourself, basically. So once she did that, I was like, I love that idea. I love making collages. I'm making a dream board. So I picked out a bunch of photos from a magazine and some things I just like, I really liked what this one girl was wearing. So I put it down. And then even though I didn't really have like a huge intention behind why I put that down, then I thought to myself after like, oh yeah, maybe I'm going to try to make myself look more presentable when I'm going out, you know, like not wear sweatpants to the grocery store every time. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I was doing when I put that photo down unintentionally, but then I thought of that and I was like, okay, I like that idea. So some of those things were like that, but then other things I put down a little more seriously. Um, I put books because I really wanted to get into reading, and I put mindfulness, the word mindfulness, to kind of like remind me how important that is in my life and how that keeps me grounded and how I want to keep incorporating that. And I put um, the sun to try to prioritize getting outside more when I can. And I put like a picture I found of um, a toothbrush, which is also funny because sometimes, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but like when you're really sad or going through like a um, seasonal depression for me, but depression in general, the first things that go out the door are self-care, showering and brushing your teeth. Those were the two things. That were so hard for me to do when I was feeling really disappointed. Because you know you almost don't want to make yourself feel better. You want to keep living in that like I'm upset phase, you know, like feel sorry for me. Not that anyone else needs to feel sorry for me, but feel sorry for myself type of thing. So I didn't like that, that the first things that would go were my self-care in terms of especially showering and brushing my teeth. So I a toothbrush on my dream board to remind me continue to constantly brush your teeth like never miss a single day even if you're out late and then you come home always brush your teeth because you know that the second you start to not brush your teeth that is a sign that you might be spiraling at least for me so sure enough that year I like really persevered and brushed my teeth as much as I could normally and uh, I think that helped a lot which is weird, but that's something I put on my dream board. So it was a little random, but it was small, so you couldn't see it. Anyway, the importance of having a dream board is that once you make it, for me, I wrote my New Year's resolutions on the back. So it was like just a solid piece of um, small Bristol board that I had that, that had everything for the next year. And I put it up on my wall so that every time I walked into my room, I was reminded this dream board... And instantly I was remembering all of my New Year's resolutions. And if I didn't remember, I could just flip it around. Like it was that easy. It was so in front of me, I couldn't forget. And I think that really helped actually achieve the New Year's resolutions that I set, or at least most of them, or at least progressed a little more because of that constant reminder. If you write something down and then you put it away in a notebook, you're not going to remember. Even if you think you are in the moment, you won't remember. But if it's right in front of you every day, there's no way you can't because you're seeing it. You're remembering the day that you decided to make that dream board and how you were feeling and why you set these goals and how these goals are going to help you. I think that's just like such a nice friendly reminder. And you made it yourself. It's so personal. Anyway, I just love that idea. So ever since I found that YouTuber who did a dream board, I have been on the dream board kick and i just made mine for this year and it's also just so fun to like have a little craft and stuff as an older person as a 21 year old <laughs> let me get into the controversy of a new year's resolution so i think i'm trying to figure out when did they become like we don't talk about that anymore like oh nobody makes a new year's resolution because i remember it being when i was younger Everyone was like, What are your resolutions? Did you write them down? Blah, blah, blah. Like, people got so excited. I don't know if that was just my family or if that was an actual thing. But then all of a sudden that stopped and it became like, Oh, I'm not setting resolutions this year. That's silly. Like, if I wanted to set a goal for myself, I would just start it now. And that is fair. I do respect that opinion. I do that for a lot of things that are really important. I'm not about to set a goal to, um, let's say, improve my flexibility or strength in dance, but, oh no, I'll start it in Jan- on January 1st. No, that is not, That I won't do that because that's just wasting time, you know? If I want to improve my flexibility and strength, the only way I'm going to do so is to actually take steps towards achieving that goal, which means starting now, you know? So some of those things are totally reasonable, and I understand that in terms of New Year's resolutions. I think for me, I really like the structure of the year. The fact that it starts in January, ends in December, you've got 12 months, you got four weeks in each month. Like I love tracking things and that's why starting things as a New Year's resolution in January, on January 1st, is so satisfying once you get to December, as opposed to starting in May and then ending the next May. That doesn't feel as great. I know it's the same amount of time, but it does not satisfy my brain. So when i do decide to set a resolution it's it's more things like read a book each month you know so then i can start in january finish in december continue the next year on the january if i decide to include it again in my resolutions there was something else i just remembered about resolutions that i wanted to mention and it was that if you have resolutions that you actually want to stick to you need to start before january 1st you need to start already sprinkling a little bit of those habits in your day-to-day routine so then when January 1st comes you're not overwhelmed with the 10 resolutions that you set. You're not putting pressure on yourself to transform into this entirely different person in one day essentially. So whenever I have resolutions that I know are a little bit harder to implement or they're not normal for me, like let's say reading before bed, I try to try to already start the resolution before. I start it in December or November and I'm not tracking it. I'm just sprinkling it in maybe once every week or twice every week and then when the new year comes you'll feel much more comfortable with that resolution that you set because you already know how to do it. Does that make sense? I think that's really important if you
1: are trying to stick to a goal that you've made. So now I'm going to go through my list of my old New Year's resolutions. Number one, take your own advice. So I think it was last year around December 2021. And I was sitting with my friend Mallory at a coffee shop. And we were talking about resolutions. And she was telling me she wanted to take more of a... She wanted to take a different approach towards her resolutions kind of improving her communication skills and her skills within all of the relationships in her life. And that was really interesting. So she wanted to do the resolution of take your own advice. And I liked that a lot and that resonated with me, so I chose to do that one as well. Active listening was another one, she said, because we all do the same thing when we're in a conversation. We're listening to the person, but we're also planning what we're going to say next. It takes away some of our attention because we're thinking. But if we fully listen, then we can process what they're saying and then think about what we're going to say to respond. So I really liked that. So I wanted to implement that. Number three read before sleeping. I could not do that one, that one was hard. My bedtime routine is always the same and I really like to fall asleep watching a YouTube video, which is so bad, but I kind of just put it on and then turn my head, almost like a podcast, just so I'm hearing the voices and I guess I could do an audio book, but I wanted to actually read because I know reading also makes you sleepy, so, and it's really good for you, but I just have not been able to get into that one yet. I didn't set that for my next year resolution because I just don't think it's time. (laughs) I really can't see myself doing that yet, yet. Number four, push myself to spend more time with my friends. That one I feel like I did. I know that a lot of people would say I didn't achieve that, but in my own terms, I think I did because I'm very introverted and I am really independent, so I prefer being alone a lot of the time and just doing my own thing and in the moments that I really wanted to be alone, I would tell myself no, you're going to go do this, you're going to go spend time out with your friends and I ended up doing it more than I did the year before still not that much, but more so that's good number five read 12 books this year one book each month so I didn't do that (laughs) Um, reading for me is just (laughs) I really I everyone's the same. I get into it and then once I'm into it, I'm reading like nonstop book after book. But the second I stop reading, I lose interest for a long time, at least a few months to sometimes a year. And I was stuck on this one book and I was just reading this one book for Half the year. I think I read three books this year. So I definitely want to read a little bit more. I have books that I want to read. I just have to get myself the time to do it. I always find something else that I could be doing in the time that I want to be reading. Number six is commit to the things that I know help me feel good. So that's kind of what I was talking about with like self care and like showering, brushing your teeth. Those things all make you feel really good. But sometimes when we're feeling kind of sad or down. We don't want to do those things. So I wanted to try to set a goal for myself to continue to do those things no matter what to keep me feeling good because those are the things that are going to keep me grounded. So I had yoga, meditation, brushing my teeth, my skincare routine, taking more showers, cooking three meals for myself most of the time, Um, calling my mom Anyway, so I think I I did most of those things, but I really liked that goal. I'm not going to say number seven or eight, just because they're more personal. But number nine, try something new, which I am doing right now, podcasting. I also got into crocheting, which was kind of new. And I'm trying to learn Spanish, trying. (laughs) So those are new things for me. Number 10, unplug a little more a little less socials a little more socializing and yeah i definitely go through stages with my social media i was telling one of my friends the other day social media is usually if i'm not feeling great with my social media or i know i'm going on it too much i'll just delete it and then that'll be fine and i'll have it off of my off of my phone for about a week and then i can get it back on and things will be okay But, since I'm trying to audition for dance companies right now, that is the main platform that they post their auditions for. So I don't feel like I can delete it without being out of the loop and not knowing when all the dance auditions are. So that's the problem I'm having right now. I'm finding myself going on it more because I'm checking for auditions, but then I get stuck. But I don't feel like I can delete it. So... That's going to be interesting heading into the new year, seeing how much I'm going on social media. But I don't go on social media too often. Only Instagram, really. This one's a star. I'm not sure why I did that. It says, be a role model. Inspire others. I guess I'll never know. (laughs) Number 11, last one. Try to develop a little more style with my clothing. I wrote this one because it's so easy for when you're in dance because we just wear loose baggy clothing. It doesn't really matter. So it's so easy for me to just continue to wear that for the two days off that I have in the week. And yeah, I don't own much nicer clothing. Like I own two pairs of jeans because I don't feel like I need to. But I was trying this year, 2022, to... When I had the opportunity, take it. If I was going out even for a coffee on my own, that would be an opportunity to, let's say, wear jeans instead of looser clothes. And not that loose clothes are bad, but like I'm talking about baggy sweater, baggy pants, boots I don't care about, a hat, (laughs) like hood up. That is just not, that's me not trying. That's me not wanting to be seen. So I think I... I think I did that in terms of at least trying. I'm going to continue to try to develop more style. I think it's a process. Yeah. Okay, so New Year's resolutions for 2023. Let me read my list really quick. Number one, get into a dance company, of course. (laughs) Number two, learn Spanish. Number three, travel. Number four, work on a second cookbook. Number five, be more creative and diverse with your meals. This one I wanted to talk about. It is so easy when you have a busy schedule or when you have something you like to continue to have that almost like mechanical eating. So for me, I have this one breakfast every day because it's easy and I know I like it. And I'm really trying to change things up just to give myself more options because I almost forget that there are options, you know? I'm better at that for my other meals, but breakfast especially is hard for me to go out of my comfort zone and have something new because I'm worried it'll ruin my morning routine. And I don't think it will. I think it'll spice it up even more. So I'm going to try to do that more. I know that I said that you should stick to only a few resolutions but (laughs) clearly I'm not taking my own advice because I have so many and I thought I had way less than this mine are just small and I kind of do a lot of these things already I just wanted to remind myself that they are important and that I want to keep doing them so it doesn't feel like I'm starting a bunch of new goals but if you're making new year's resolutions for the first time or you don't do it often definitely make only a few Okay, the next one is prioritize meditation. Yeah, I kind of fell off of meditation and taking mindfulness or taking 10 minutes aside from my day to do deep breathing. I really enjoyed doing that and it makes a huge difference like I was talking about with Claire in the last podcast. So I want to continue to do that. Appreciate how far you've come. Next one is minimize, reduce clutter. I'm interested to see how that one's going to (laughs) go. Devote more time to all of your relationships. It's hard because all of my relationships now, most of my relationships are long distance. So it's hard for me to find the time to sit down and FaceTime somebody. And I really don't like FaceTime. So I'm going to try to do better on that. Number 10, Rest days, I tend to not like to take rest days, so I'm going to try to incorporate that more into my normal routine because I think it's important for your body to rest and recover. Next is improv every day, listen to more music, and I'm going to try to set that one-year goal to just do at least three minutes of self improv for dance i'm talking about every day and perhaps record it and then i'll have 365 days worth of dancing and i'm going to put it together at the end so that's one of those long goals that might be difficult but i'm going to attempt that so i'm excited for that one next is wear your retainer yep already talked about that (laughs) next is read a few more books see since i didn't read many books The last year and I set a goal to read 12 books. I decided that that was a little bit unattainable now that I'm learning and I just said read a few more books. It was just a little more vague so I could go read seven books but I could also read three and that will still be achieving that resolution. Keep your nails looking good. I tend to if my nails break not cut them for a while or if the nail polish is falling off, I don't take it off. And I really get frustrated with how that looks. So I'm going to try to upkeep my nails. Which sounds funny, but personal thing. <laughs> take the stairs when you have a chance. Instead of an escalator or an elevator. Okay, the stairs for me are... It's like we're frenemies. I, there are so many stairs in my life right now. And every time I have to go up them, which I do have to go up them to get to the places where I need to be, I get all, oh, the stairs, oh, I get really negative. And I want to try to shift that and I want to start to like the stairs. So I'm just going to force myself to only ever take the stairs. So I know I won't have an alternate option and I'm going to be positive when I'm taking them so I can teach myself that the stairs are good. We like the stairs. (laughs) Next one is Try Something New. I really like that one. And the last one is Yoga Teacher Training, which I really want to get my yoga teacher training. So I want to do the program. Yeah, that's all of my resolutions. They're kind of random, not super life-changing, I don't think, but it's going to be life-changing when I look back in a year and I've completed all these things and I can check them off. That will change my life (laughs) a little bit. I think that's everything I wanted to talk about with resolutions. Why they're controversial, why I like them, some of mine in the past, some of mine in the future. I just really love the idea and I wanted to talk about it more. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to seeing you next time. Don't forget to leave a rating. That would really help me out a lot.
0: Thanks!